on the Spencer's the Pez, goking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Coming to you live from Elusive Comics and Games, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, a bunch of monkeys, and Derek McCaw. Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, but you probably knew that. With me is my usual gang of monkeys, apparently, tonight. To my left... King of the Monkeys, Michael Goodson. Mm-hmm. Mm, Bow your head. <laughs> <laughs> Kneel before Jim Jim. Ah! Yes, and I am the hairiest of the monkeys, Zoltar. What? Uh, Lon Lopez. Zoltar was and my our, prison name. And so- monkey Compass and Sound Engineer. Sound Monkey. Sound Monkey. Rick Brett Snyder. Ah, <laughs> excellent. This does remind me, i got to go with it with a rumor up top before, is that uh, Susan Sarandon was interviewed this week about uh, Speed Racer, and she did confirm that a live monkey will be playing Chim Chim. Mm. She liked working with the What's chimp. Susan's relationship to the monkey? How uh, does she know? How is she the one who's commenting on the fact that there's a live monkey? Well, because she's playing Speed's mom. Okay. She's also Spritel's mom. She also gets and she's been married to one for the last the ten years, right? <laughs> Tim Robbins? <laughs> yeah, high five myself. Okay, uh, so that's the... Uh, what? Okay. Uh, the other odd thing is that the Wachowski brothers just uh, confirmed that they two... Wait, wait, wait. The what? Wachowski, Wachowski brothers? God bless you. You mean the Wachowski siblings? No, you, siblings, but you still have to call them the brothers. Are you sure? Yes. Because isn't one of them not yes. a brother? Oh, okay. Yes. All right. But we what? don't comment on that. You didn't know that? that? No, I didn't know that. One of the Wachowski brothers is a Wachowski sister. sister. Now? Now. Always has been? Not always has been. Ah. Well, maybe always on the inside. Mm-hmm. So there's been but some But that's kind of they're here for a while. That's why they don't, they, they don't do a lot of press. And if you see even the Burly Man press. The point is <laughs> that the Wachowskis had to buy the rights. This is it, to the actual sound effects. From Speed, from Speed Racer, Racer, the cartoon, to use in the movie. Wow. So I, can, I think they can afford it. Well, I know they can. I just, I just but it was, just, it was just an element I hadn't thought of. Like That sound on the car jumps. Oh, absolutely. Ooh, I'm so excited. But anyway, yes, back to the uh, preview where we'll be talking about comics. To uh, you know that, that lure drew Andrew Preston in. He thought maybe we were going to talk about movies up Sure. Front. Yeah. Hey, like, he's listening uh, like, right now. Like messing with Drew's head. But gotcha. let's talk about <laughs> comics. Let's talk about comics. We're going to talk about some... Some stuff. We're going to talk about the, a lot of movie news, and Lon Lopez is very excited about a particular announcement starring his favorite action figure as a child. Uh, yes, My Little Pony is coming. Indeed. Wait, it. don't blow it. Don't oh, blow sorry. it. sorry. All right. We'll talk about some TV news, and uh, we'll go into the, in the world of the web, because it's a superhero-related web project that uh, I think is worth mentioning. And if they hear that cash register in the back, that should let them know that we are recording at... Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 105 in Santa Clara, California. Since you're the announcer, shouldn't you be the one doing that, Ed no, McMahon? No, I, I introduced hey, the hey, show. He set up that beautiful transition layoff. All right. He I introduces the act. Okay. okay. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> okay. 
That's an old SNL bit. Anybody All right, so let's it? let's begin. Uh, that uh, it seems like kind of a fallow week. It, it, most of the stuff on the stands that is of interest is reprints of other stuff of, of older things. DC this week is reviving the Tangent comics, putting them into a trade paperback, which I think for the first time there's a fifth week event from like ten years ago that yep. snuck up in the crisis on infinite or the Ion. the infinite crisis. Yeah, as a result of that, uh, because in the end of Infinite Crisis, the Green Lantern from the Tangent universe washed up on a beach and then an ion a book that almost no one read suddenly he had to fight the alt the tangent universe versions of green lantern and uh i think the atom and one of the other which is they're very different maybe the flash uh so for those not knowing what the tangent universe was it was the theory that i don't know you don't know oh that's right you're young you're callow and uh, Dan Jurgens, who was now back, Jergens. now back in favor at DC, being the artist on the Booster Gold book, the character he himself created. Uh, D- uh, Dan Jurgens created uh, <laughs> this fifth week event, in which they did what basically happened in the Silver Age, taking the names of characters that they had stopped publishing. Only in this case, they had never stopped publishing, and saying, "What would have happened if they'd reimagined them in the '80s?" As you know, you had a reimagined Flash in 1956 that became Barry Allen. And what if Stan Lee created them? That was totally different. Totally different event. We don't speak of Same that. Same theme, though. We don't speak of that. And, and actually, a lot of resemblance. Well, well, Stan Lee's still the, hip. He's with it. He's writing books, right? Indeed. He's writing the last Fantastic Four story. Mom, that is so good. I know. Thank you. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> With, with John Romita Jr. John Romita Jr. doing or I like art. to call him JRJR, which is probably the biggest selling point on this. Honestly, I mean, anybody who's read Just Imagine, Just Imagine Stanley creating the DC Universe, um, sorry, and anybody who read well, let's La- not speak about this again. Last, last no, year's uh, Stan, um, Stanley meets his creations was actually not that bad. There were a couple of. It wasn't horrible. Yeah. But when that's the best thing you can say about an event, it wasn't horrible. We're saying Stanley peaked a while ago, he but did. he Let's continues see. to put out new and... The best episode was some. him and Dr. Doom. Yes. So this here is, as Marvel does sporadically, these the end books, the last days of the characters at Alternate Universe. There's a Daredevil end of days coming. More end of days. days ends of days two. Two. And now Volume the last five. Fantastic Four story. So Stanley gets to gets to close the book on the characters that uh, launched Marvel. Literally, literally. Mm. But that was back to tangent. We were off on a tangent, off of tangent. So let's not talk about it. But let's talk about a book that Lon does want to talk about. Look, he he perked up what? when I said his name. Oh, you say Lon my Lopez, name. Say my name. A fan of Thunderbolts. That's oh. not Thunderbolts in oh, okay. Lon's hands right now. That's Thunderbolts. That's Thunderbolts. Since it is an audio show. Thunder, uh, thunder, thunder, thunderbolts. Well, I think with Rick's copious spare time, you could edit in little video cues. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> you know what? Thunderbolts. Crazy good writing. Written Warren by Ellis. Warren Ellis. Who is this guy? I've never heard of him before. Young, That's because you're young and callow. Oh, I'm kidding. He's I've... actually old and embittered. No, but what's seriously? What's Moore? what's he best known for? Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis yeah. uh, created the Authority okay. and Planetary. Okay. So he's got a good. What do they call it? A pedigree or uh, got a yes, good he's resume? Got, he's got a resume. Well, a pedigree would be yeah, either word. He's got okay. a good he's not demo a tape. He's not a dog. He's got right. a good reel. He's got a good reel. But anyways, um, he's got chops. This is one of the few books. Now, granted, I haven't been reading a lot of Marvel books, but it seems like all the Marvel books have shifted to World War Hulk. This is one of the last few remaining books that have like. Kind of taken what was uh, first started in the Civil War books, 
and have actually kind of given them a little uh, meat, a little uh, Just the very little, existence little of the Thunderbolts is a consequence of the... Pretty much. And it's just kind of a refreshing read because I, I talked in a couple uh, podcasts ago how I liked one of the previous books of this because it had some actual superhero action that I've been missing in comics. And now I'm um, with, the, with the, I guess, the first issue of Caged Angels. It's the storyline or story arc going through this book. Um, seems like we've got a little bit of, uh, you know, a little conspiracy thing. There's, the, you know, Norman Osborn is head of the, the Thunderbolt. So it just seems like there's a good story brewing, you know what I mean? And that's what I've been missing in comics lately is some good storytelling. And, and of and course, it does have a spinoff coming, the five-issue Penance miniseries, right. which you can check out the other Exactly. Artwork. And I think also in this, they, they address the... Uh, <laughs> the kind of coming and going of the Captain Marvel, or uh, I guess the re, uh, resurgence or reappearance of uh, Captain Marvel, um, who came back in what was that? The what was it? In one of the issues of Civil War, right? right. Well, he had his own special. I think it was called the Return. Oh, the return. Or something was, like that. I don't remember the what return? book it was. We've already forgotten. We've, We've already forgotten, forgotten. It, because I know there was an alternate cover that did it. It, 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 had, it had a couple of different stories in it, and one of the stories was Captain Marvel uh, following yeah. through falling through a wormhole yeah, or, from when yeah, he was alive, and then and showing up in the present day, and then being made the warden in charge of the prison in the negative zone. I just want to read already because that all makes sense already. Andrew, Preston I just want to read off a quote. himself a hamburger. <laughs> I'm making one right now. No, but I, I really want to read this just quote about how he talked. This is Norman Osborn talking about Captain Marvel. He says, they won't tell me how he came back, of course, but there he was, years after he died of cancer, running the negative zone prison into the ground before abruptly disappearing. A story yet to be told, because I have no idea exactly. where that happened. So in Thunderbolts, they're basically telling you a major plot point. In from, one panel, right? In one, not even a, in a one in one dialogue. And in two bubble. or three months, they'll announce the miniseries explaining it. Sort of like the weird thing that happened in uh, Countdown, where uh, they were setting up the end of a Black Adam miniseries. Yeah, and gave you all the resolution for it but, but before also, they. Yeah, but I also think this. But that was a good number one, though. That Black Adam number one. Tell, uh, tell I think Captain that, that uh, I'm mini- sorry. Yes, the uh, miniseries so is going to explain it all. Is going to be called. It was all a colossal mistake. Oh well, I think I just think the other thing is too. The funny part of it, I think, and that's maybe what even Warren else is saying is, okay, so hero comes back from the dead or a wormhole, or whatever, and you give him a warden position, an yeah. administrative job at a prison. You know, it's like it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> What's the guy gonna? He's like, oh, I can only type forty only words finish. a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can, can yeah. I get a secretary in here? Like, how is Captain See, Marvel cos- going to be able I'm to cosmically run aware. a prison? I guess I'll make a good warden. Yeah, he ran the prison in the ground. We had no idea. It's like it's totally over budget. Well, Lame. two things bring to mind. Uh, right after House of M, I know Derek was particularly annoyed that they sort of moved on relatively quickly and that no one was really addressing the fact that Peter Parker had his dream life during the Scarlet Witch fantasy and then it all ended and he should be a very tortured soul. And it it was mentioned back. once in the Son of M miniseries when in the first issue he uh, Spider-Man met Pietro and... Uh, started beating the crap out of him. So Marvel is constantly sort of moving on. And, yes. And, yeah, and that, not staying together. You know what I mean? Like not. But, and that's causing an exhaustion. Like, can we have a couple of months of... As much as I love World War Hulk, which... But even the She-Hulk uh, that it issued that came, came last month, everything about World War Hulk happened in between issues. And so already for She-Hulk, she's moved, moved past on. World War yeah. Hulk. And it's like... Uh, Really? Because I think she's probably really integral to that. And the, the one I'd like to see go on, but I think we've got three or four more issues to go, is 
gamma core. What gamma core. a load of of gamma core. Gamma core what? that is. Char- <laughs> characters you don't care about doing nothing. Napoleon Dynamite, except that they are uh, Seinfeld. They are all um, counterparts to existing Hulk characters. It's like why? Yeah, why? And in the second issue, they find that. Yeah, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. So, so the other thought that I had that when Lon was speaking, <laughs> when was that? I don't recall. I don't but uh, but uh, and, and not to pick on Marvel, but I know when I first came into the comic world, there was this great mystery about what happened to the spot. One of uh, Peter or Spider Man's. Enemies, enemies yeah. that went into a hole and disappeared, and he'd been gone for just decades. And I thought, wow, that's a really intriguing idea. Someday they'll bring that idea back. And sure enough, he appeared shortly after I started reading comics, just doing something incredibly lame, and had no great explanation for where he'd been. For uh, it's not actually time in comics, that. but no, no, no. I, I remember having a very heated conversation with you about it. I don't but, doubt that, but we've had so many heated conversations. So mm-hmm. Nachos are delicious. Kinda, and this we touched on this last week at dinner was. With all the, the continuity problems Marvel's having, they're slowly taking away the fun part of reading comics, and that's talking with your friends about all the cool things you remember. And even like as kids, having that childlike excitement about, oh, remember that time back in Hulk whenever when the thing punched the Hulk? And oh, you know what I mean? And that's the wonder of comics. The flip side to that is, is we, well, you're much younger, but let's just say Rick and I in our generation, short, yes. the showcase was still being published. Yes. Uh, and not as a digest. Uh, that, you know, we only had like 10 years worth of continuity. You pick up these reprints constantly. You were constantly exposed to 10 years? To cheat. Well, <laughs> yeah. you guys aren't that old, are you? Jeez. We, well, we turned down the gaslight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, wow. and then, Mother, and I'm then going the sh- to read my comic. The shaman got up pages. and told us the story. But, and, but were there yeah. four Superman books, you know, a month? No, no there were. Right. So there, there, there was were much two. easier to there keep track. There were two. Uh, three if you counted Jimmy Olsen. Four if you counted Lois. Well, the other I, thing, I have a rhetorical question. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't need answers to how many books there were. I'm just making the Five point if you that counted Superboy. it was easier to keep track of continuity because you weren't saturating the market. Right. But the character. other thing you had... Is that as much as I appreciate having these big essential volumes and these, cla- these Six classic of the volumes? JLA. Derek is pointing to the wall. So I'm, I'm gesturing to a wall full of essentials and reprints and so forth, trade paperbacks. But when I was a kid, uh, the first Justice League of America book I ever picked up was fifty cents. Had Justice League of America had a reprint of a, of a complete Justice Society of America tale, an early adventure of the Justice League of America, and then they picked two or three solo stories. I mean, you got and you had to walk in the snow four miles to go to school or something and, like that. And to sum it all up. I, I grew up in Sunnyvale. No, oh, okay. it was just it, some of the love comics suck. <laughs> yeah. Now, no, I that's mean the point we're getting to. Comics well, that, suck. Well, that's one of the reasons you knew all the continuity because you kept you kept getting the old with the new, which Marvel has experimented with doing and doing like you know extra exercise things. Uh, those, last month there was an issue of Wolverine that did that that retold a classic like there are classic Wolverine stories uh, from a different point of view and then reprinted the original and then reprinted something else in there as well. So you can yep. get the old was stuff. Was it the one where he uh, popped his claws and he stabbed somebody in the gut? Yes. That oh, is a the, classic the Wolverine. Snick thing? Yeah, yes. I remember that one. Yes, so yeah, exactly. It's a great Wolverine Exactly. Story. But then that goes back to Thunderbolts. As, as, as I've said a few podcasts ago, I think the Thunderbolts is really well written, like Warren Ellis. Very well Up and comer. But this is more a commentary on superheroes instead of just giving me a superhero story. But it's also, it, it is a superhero story, though, too. Remember I told you the last issue arc or whatever gave us some serious superhero triumph instead of, you know, instead of the oh, superhero you got my defeat. Back. The way so. Rick usually has lawns. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll remember that. No, but I, but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it, it's a good book. It's I don't get around. It's That's just, all I'm saying. It's just a book that I also see this this particular idea running out of steam. Oh, no, it's no, got to have an ending. Well, the thing is, yeah, sure, but at the same time, I also feel like this is almost like Warren Ellis like leaving the meeting, going. All right, guys, I'll be a team player, and I'll follow out your storylines. And then Marvel going, ha, we're done with it. See ya. But See how, ya, loser. how long is Ellis usually on a long book? I mean, unless no, it's 12 issues. He yeah. usually comes in, unless says what he needs to say, himself, and yeah. lets it die. Yeah, uh, sorry. The reason I like the comics, though, is because of good stories. So we can have stories out of continuity or whatever, as long as they're good. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we get them good. That's true. There is a don't. Civil War tie-in still coming in, uh, which is Thor number three. I think it's coming out next week. Um, in the which I didn't read two. Was two better than one? Two was a lot better, and it was just my theory. If, if I, I, well, that's what I think I'm going to do is buy the trade paperback because the trade paperback clearly that arc is going to read really well. Mm, okay. The second issue, a lot more happened. The third issue, Thor's taking on Iron Man. If you recall back in Everybody's Civil War, everybody's taking on Iron Man because well, oh. he sucks. He's a dick. He's a scroll. <laughs> He's a scroll. You heard it here first. And you know that Iron Man got scrolpies. You know he did. But uh, Thor is angry about Chlor. Now, wait a second. Thor's been, like, out of it or dead right. or whatever for a long time. Dead. Where when, when you come back and you're a god or whatever, where do you, like, do you have, like, friends? Like, oh, my God, Thor, you would not no, believe like, what happened when you were gone. He had subscriptions, all his back issues for the still the story. Well, I was going to say, how does he even know that? There was a civil war. That's how he knows. But, I mean, does he, what, does he go He to can the, read the newspaper. Does he go to the library and look at the microfilm? Or I mean, he might. He has no friends. That's Plus one of the things. Uh, but I'm, I'm saying. He checked Spider-Woman's blog. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, how does he come Dear back? Dear diary, I seduced Power Man today. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. whore! Couldn't they help better, it. They better pheromones. write that into the book. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm sure they will. I trust Sosinski on this one. <laughs> really? Yeah, you I trust do. Her getting, uh, I do! Okay. okay. When has he ever let you down? Right. <laughs> okay. Quinn Stacy had two kids. <laughs> Point Lawn. Oh, You're served, sir. Did someone defend this? <laughs> no, there's a there's a badminton birdie stuck in my forehead, <laughs> now, like three inches deep. Say badminton because there's no way either of us could play tennis. <laughs> so, um, all right. Ow. Yeah. Okay. Let's get off of that then and talk about movies and then and let's Are get. Are you all done with comics? I'm about? done with comics. I'm done with comics. I'm done with moms. Comics. Cancel my subscription. Oh, no. okay. What? Uh, no. Yeah, okay. There's nothing going on here. Uh, all right. Move along. But Lon's a little excited this week, and we anyway, uh, Lon and I drove up to San Francisco this week to see Balls of Fury. But as we went up there, uh, Lon was excited about we something. We did our own read. little podcast. We did our own little podcast. Uh, we just didn't record it. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, that was that uh, <laughs> this week, Stephen Summers, who directed The Mummy and, uh, gee, my personal favorite. Van Helsing. I actually yeah. like Van Helsing. Really? Oh, you suck. You know what? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was a great movie, but I thought it was a fun movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, like when you're, you're an uh, idiot. Yeah. Oh my Good God, you're an idiot. Here. I'm calling you out, punk. That movie sucked. Yeah, I say it might have sucked, but I liked parts of it. I love these deep. Point by yeah. point. I've got sucked. nothing rational no, other that than movie that sucked. movie. Sucked. No, I saw that for free. You're an idiot. That Ow. movie sucked. I saw that for free and left. It did suck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Were you with me at that can, screening? Can you like, the jury's been heard from. Can you from. not like <laughs> sucky movies? Yes, because I liked Balls of Fury. 
Well, I didn't, ah, I didn't say it sucked, but okay. Um, but I, like, I'm a huge Van Damme fan. All his movies suck. So I mean, you know, I agree. Time Cop is great. Well, it's not okay. a great film, but well, I mean, anyway. So Citizen Pain. The, the point is, Stephen Summers is directing G.I. Joe. G.I. Oh, Joe. Anyways, <laughs> will there be Cobra? Yes. Well, that's the thing, Will there be Cobra Commander? I assume so. Will there be the hot Cobra Commander woman whose name I can't remember? Cobra Commander. This movie is going to (laughs) suck. Wait, didn't you say Transformers was going to suck? I haven't seen Transformers. I have no proof it doesn't suck yet. Oh, okay. I thought he said it was Uh going to suck. Hoisted by your own laziness. Uh (laughs) Saved. (laughs) Saved by lack of ambition. Michael's no, but the quantum word... world, the movie Inside the Box could suck, or maybe it doesn't suck. <laughs> but the word on the street Schrodinger's is... Transformers. <laughs> word on the street is, is the mo- the script for this movie. They're, people are kind of like, ah, Summers Sucks. can pull it off. They're worried about the script because they say the script features a little bit of the... Actually, they're trying to encapsulate all the G.I. Joe incarnations, like the 60s original G.I. Joe... The real American Fighting hero man line. from head to toe. And then the British uh, side of it, which was called Action Man, I think. Action Man. So there'll be different scale actors throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah. and different Only some of them have lifelike hair and beard. <laughs> various, various numbers of joints. Yeah. And kung fu grip. Points of uh, articulation. Sorry, Why Mom. does he have a screw in his back? No, 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 that's authentic. <laughs> kung fu grip. Mom, I just, the thing is, to encompass those others, I don't think... Well, because the guys that are the fans of the 60s version in particular... They're not waiting. We're not waiting for a movie version of that because we just played with our dolls. They weren't even called action figures. They were dolls. Dolls. Mm-hmm. We played with our well, dolls. Well, they were tall. They were Barbie-sized. They were Barbie-sized. They were 12-inch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you but, had uh, a girl in the neighborhood who had a Barbie, you could have some very interesting times playing with G.I. <laughs> Joe on leave. I don't know what he's talking I about. I wasted my youth! G.I. Just... Joe scuttled about her like a land <laughs> crab. Yes. No, I mean, we're not waiting for that version. And I don't know about the about the people in the U.K. My only argument, I said, for long was that I think that Action Man was remarketed to British kids in the 80s and 90s. Yes. And there was an animated series for there that. So, so maybe so make an Action Man movie. Uh, they talked about that for a while, I'm too. Just, so I'm saying, I'm but saying, nobody wants to... The same, audience, Bond, the same audience with the 80s nostalgia that went to go see Transformers... Are going to be your target oh, audience. Those idiots, yeah. well, I'm just saying that's yeah. going to be your target audience for a GI Joe movie. So don't alienate them. Make a real American hero movie. Make it straightforward. And In fact, Lawn knows which five episodes of the animated series, uh, yes. shot for shot, to remake. I thought about this more. Maybe not shot for shot, but close. <laughs> no, because I went back and thought about. It. There are a couple stupid parts. Of I it. found my Betamax tapes. Here comes or not go. But the uh, if they were to do a, mo- a live action version of the Weather Dominator miniseries, <laughs> it would be awesome. I can't mock it. Why? Because you don't know what the hell he's talking awesome. about. So now this is what now I feel like everybody about oh. me in comics. Oh, that, that found episode. Sure, sure. Just saying that's he's there. I was that's every afternoon after school I'd run home to watch the like baby sharks. We turn them. So did I, Lon, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, yeah, but you don't know what you watched last week. True. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, if they do it right, I'd be excited. But uh, if not, we're screwed. We're all screwed. Yeah, there, so we'll, we'll see. Now, and I'll wait for the Aliens my hope versus is Gina, G.I. Joe. What was Gina's last name? Davis. No, no. The one we interviewed years ago at Comic-Con that was played the Baroness for Hasbro. 
Gina something. Search uh, fan by planet. Search fan. You'll find an interview Gina with the Baroness. with the model who has played the Baroness for Hasbro. Uh, <laughs> so there we go. I'm a little more excited about the Justice League movie. I'm not actually all that excited because I, I fear it as much as I'm anticipating it. But as much a, as I fear any DC Comics movie that isn't Batman. Right, especially since I've sat through Catwoman. You know, and uh, and steel. We promise oh. never to talk about steel. Oh. <laughs> it's hammer time. I I am so traumatized. I just convinced myself that was a dream. <laughs> no, that was no dream. Oh God, that was a nightmare. Though I think I have a Judd Nelson action figure from that. I but, do. Uh, Who doesn't? Uh, a lot of people, I'd imagine. <laughs> but uh, I I would just use it as a Breakfast Club action figure. So uh, okay, you know, it okay, worked. it worked. Justice League of America movie. Warner Brothers apparently moving forward with this. Uh, there's a site called IESB.net. Anyone know this one? That claims that they know, they've got an inside track, that they know that Tom Welling has been asked to play a Superman in this film. The actor he, from Smallville. The actor from Smallville. Who, this is just a rumor, though. But they're claiming, they, people have assailed it, and they're saying, no, no, we are, we are 100% sure on this All one. All right, because Chud, if you've been reading Chud.com... They've been just dispelling every single rumor, you know, saying this is all baloney and whatever. So it'll be interesting. I, you know, if you're They're just bitter, if you got a scoop, you got a scoop. Anyway, I think that that's it. If they, if that's true, it is a good all right, well, choice. Well, let's talk about the rumor. So, rumor or not, I think it's a good idea. Because well, since, I, since you couldn't get the uh, what decade Ralph, is this so. movie going to come out in? What decade? Probably I'd say nine. You know, they I, they are shooting shoot for the the rumor is that they've they put even the Wonder Woman film and I say rumor on hold because they want the Justice no really the, yeah they want the but Justice the Justice League, League of America movie to launch all the other characters. I thought they were oh never mind. It's like do you do it that way? Do you individually introduce each one and then have them all to come together? I, don't I know. think because the best way to it's got to be better than the, the TV pilot from the, the 90s. The best way to introduce nine different characters is all at once in a ninety-minute movie. X Men worked. No, it True. didn't. But it only spun off. Yes, one it movie. did. Well, I guess now you're doing Magneto. You're going to get a Wolverine movie too. Doing Wolverine and Magneto films. But I'm saying, if, if, if you've got lesser ones, where you you know, you know that, um, sure, people know Wonder Woman. Sure, you know Batman and Superman. You drag the, those in, but a lot of people don't know Green Lantern. A lot of people don't know The Flash. Martian Manhunter, uh, another rumor I heard today was that Lawrence Fishburne has been asked to play uh, Jean Jones. In, Why do they always uh, cast a black stack, guy to play the Just stack up those origins because you've got to tell a bit of an origin. So yeah, she was no made out of emergence. clay. He got visited by an alien with a power ring. But I don't know that you have to. I mean, one thing that the pilot, uh, actually the pilot for Justice League of America, the, it was done in the 90s. They, just don't explain it? Didn't explain it. I mean, I, and I think that as storytelling wise, we're ready for that. However, every we're ready for that. Is Hollywood capable of doing that? I don't know. Every detail I've heard about this movie Our says focus it's going to suck. Like so, if you put out a sucky movie to introduce all these characters, haven't you essentially killed nine franchises? Yeah, or five franchises. Sure. Yeah, yeah only do five. That'd be. Good. Yeah. I, I'm a, just a huge proponent of not having the big two in it. You know what I mean? Like. You don't need Batman. You don't need Superman. Do a Justice League movie with the with do the a lower. year one. Do a Mark Wade year one. That could work too. Oh, you know? JLA year one. Mark Wade. Said, um, See, I do said. remember stuff. Yeah, you okay. jerk. 
<laughs> that's one out of all right. John so, Jones can shapeshift for briefly into Superman, so he appears in the film. Oh, clever! <laughs> Tom Welling will appear there in a cameo, and then not take time off of Smallville. For right, good. and then his career would because be the other thing is, you know, I'm finally catching up on this last season of Smallville. I'm going well. They saw the Justice League episode, so I'd I'd want to watch that show. I don't know that I'd want to watch the movie, you know, but I I already know that I want to watch that series. Give but you wanted series. to watch Birds of Prey too. Until I saw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. The anticipation is all. The fanboy's life is, is one of bitter disappointment. <laughs> after how, how was that Aquaman pilot? I've still never seen that. Mercy yeah. Reef? But I've heard it's actually really You're good. You're the biggest Aquaman fan and you haven't seen his pilot? <laughs> My computer crashed and I lost it, all right? Oh. All right, let's what? move on. All right. Enough Justice League. All right, let's, do, let's talk about somebody that Michael cares about. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. I smell what you're cooking. Thank you. Do you like pancakes? Frequently. Okay. And The Rock, of course, who was sold out to Disney. Uh, is, as sold out? He's sold out. He's becoming a total Disney guy. I just saw him on the Disney Channel. Seen his ears lately? Have you? <laughs> they're, they're very circular. Around. I know he's doing no. some kids movie. He's doing this kids movie. Uh, was where, it Gridiron Gang a um, Disney film? No, I don't think Gridiron Gang was a Disney film. But Should have the, been. <laughs> it was very heartwarming. Okay. Very heartwarming. But now he's playing the football player who had the illegitimate daughter he never knew, and now she moves in with him. And, and It's a heartwarming story. Uh, yes. Um, oh, like Curly Sue, is that it? Uh, Why can't you Curly shoot, shoot Rock? people? Yes. Lay up the smack down in the way we love it. Right. And the other thing now is that it was announced this week that he is going to be starring in a remake of the Disney classic. I don't know if classic is a fair phrase, but, it's you know, fun. we have fond memories of it as children. The Escape from Witch Mountain. Oh, really? Escape to Witch Mountain. Witch Mountain? Witch Mountain? That mountain. Uh-huh. Did you get that thing? All right, so uh, Escape to Witch Mountain, which has been remade at least once already for the Disney Channel for television. Nobody paid attention. But now they're playing. he's playing the role that Eddie Albert of Green Acres played in the original. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the wow. retired widower driving the That's Winnebago the around. But The Rock is actually playing a Las Vegas cab driver who picks up the two kids with telekinetic powers who may or may not be aliens and who are being chased I'm by already shadowy bored. government I'm agents. already bored by that whole thing. That's so really you really want that Black Adam thing, don't who's, you? Who, who is Rock's agent and can we put a call into him? Because uh, that's what? I think in his divorce proceedings, his wife got to become his agent. Oh, and no. this is, she's angry. <laughs> I would destroy your career. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I mean, no, although I can I sort He's of... He's not even The Rock anymore. Just make Rundown 2. Doesn't he have? Oh, that didn't do well. Doesn't he have kids? I like though? that. I know movie. we like that. Next up, The Rock is going to get voice work on Viva Pinata. Mm. All right. Do you know who else was in the was in the rundown? Brandon Mullally. Yes, he was. Go, who's also in hey, you know, Balls of Fury? I don't know if we have this on our notes, but did you hear about the uh, other casting news no. uh, for the day the Earth stood still? Okay. See, I'm bitter because why remake that, which is a science fiction classic, and Michael speaks. Rene. Michael Rennie was ill the day the earth stood still, but he told us where we stand. All right? The fact that Keanu Reeves... God, William Shatner is standing across from me. Keanu Reeves is going to play Klaatu in a remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still, which is worse. They're planning to make that a tentpole franchise. Keanu is playing Klaatu? Yes. Okay. You guys are so passionate about something I know nothing about. Right. This is news to you? <laughs> just making an I thought observation. This every day in Michael's house. Just identifying Actually. with the average listener. <laughs> okay. I think they're changing the character name to Cleatu. Okay. So. Um, yeah. Cleonu. The 1951 classic directed by Robert Wise. Who also Why directed is it a classic? 
Why is tell it classic? Because it, it had a theremin in it. It had a theremin. What's it's a theremin? also where the fra- it's the mm-hmm. it's, like it's, it's an instrument that is played by waving your hand across this electrical field. Yeah, that's it. Michael Michael's waving a hand over part of his body and he's creating that sound. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's the theremin. Uh, so. Anyway, it is a classic film in which it's a cobra thing that uh, basically you get the phrase "klatu baratu nikto" from, and uh, I thought it was "klatu barata." <laughs> yeah, you watch yeah. Evil Dead, exactly. So you know that it's a, it's you know. It's it, Bernard Herrmann did the music. Yes, okay. I believe so. Also, I had Star Wars toys, and one was named Klaatu, mm-hmm. one was named Barata, or whatever, and one was named Nikto. Nikto. Yeah, there's George Lucas. I hate to break this to you, but Lucas stole a lot. What? Yeah. No, no way. It's hardly. It's hardly. I, I'm going to lift this whole property because. Anyway, it's a story in which basically the, the space cop lands and tells the Earth that they have three days to clean up their ways, or there's going to be an invasion. And, and they do it? Uh, well, no, they shoot him. Uh, <laughs> and so they kill the messenger. Uh, he's got a little device in his hand. There's uh, more to it. There's they, more to it. Comes off the ship there, and they there, shoot more that, to it. That and, and he calls himself. Device. He he check, he kind of does the sort of exploring Earth or exploring a small town, uh, befriending a small boy. Come yeah. on, you're ruining this 50 year old film with your spoilers, jerk. And Rosebud is a sled. <gasps> And and Canary's though that's the advantage being the emotionless robot he could play both roles simultaneously, wow. and no one will know. Uh, but I what was Rick the, still what was the moral? You. What was the the theme? The message behind that movie? Well, it, it was, was the, it was the dawn of the Cold War. Everybody was really scared of, of nuclear annihilation, and here's this message basically saying stop we it, can't cut be it out. Afraid of strangers. What did it, it say? Stop what? You know, cut it out. That basically In that, that if we did not if we did not we didn't start the fire. disarm. But it was always burning oh, while the okay. earth's been burning. Anyway, I was I, I'm 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 against that remake. I mean, okay. because the other thing is, Derek too, votes no. Derek votes no. But you say it's a 50 year old movie you don't care about. Why? It goes back to that. Why remake the good one? Because the invasion did was a, so well last oh. week. Okay. <clears throat> Doesn't anyway. Hollywood understand? They don't get that. Another Dirt. remake coming out this week, Halloween. However. <laughs> However, Rob Zombie... The reviews are in. It's crap, says the man behind me. Well, because if if there was a man who jumped to a a conclusion, it's It's Joe back there by the all-ages section. I've seen it. He's seen it. He says it's crap. What have we liked today other than Thunderbolts, which led into a horrible comic story? Clarify something for me. (laughs) When was the last... Wasn't there just another Halloween H2O like a couple years ago? Well, in the 20th episode, 1998... Oh, well, wasn't there something, another one <laughs> Freddy versus Jason? I thought there was just a, another Halloween. Well, there was like, a Halloween last year on October 31st. No, no, Every movie. year there's one. No, Freddy wasn't versus Jason. Halloween? Halloween's Michael Myers. Oh, I didn't know. Wasn't there Halloween like Resurrection or something? Yeah, or? there was a sequel to Halloween to uh, H2O. No, I'm just I think saying, Ice Cube like, was in that. So uh, it's just one some of those, rapper like, was. L.O. Cool J. L.O. Cool J. So was. it was like really one of those things. It was like, do you really? I mean, it was like, is it? Too soon to reimagine the franchise. I, I don't know too because soon. we're still basking in the glow. Because of the when awesome. you say we, you say that there's, I mean, what's the difference between the distance between Batman and Robin and Batman Begins? If you reimagine the franchise correctly, it's not too soon. Mm-hmm. But if you make point. just another crappy film, <laughs> then it's another day in Hollywood. Then you baby. can make twelve more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I don't know. However, there is a sequel coming that we're going to be excited about on TV, which is Joss Whedon confirming that they're with Anthony Stewart head. 
that he will do. Ripper. The long-rumored Ripper. Can you explain... So uh, does it have Anthony Stewart head? Anthony Stewart head is going to participate in Ripper. Can you please album, explain to me who this is about? So do I. Giles, the librarian. Yeah. His the, name was the Ripper? Watcher. His nickname as a youth was... Is, I will say Joss Whedon, let's say, borrowed elements from Constantine. Team. And Constantine. No. Uh, from John Constantine and uh, Constantine was a young version. Yes, and when 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 Giles was young and dabbling in magic, he was known by the kind of punkish nickname. This is mentioned in Buffy. the Ripper. It's mentioned oh, it's in the, Buffy several times. Canon. And they've always and they've made several references so to doing his wild young past. Giles. No, I think it's I think it's well, going to focus. Now. They're going to focus on on Anthony Stewart, on As Anthony Stewart had back in, in a post Buffy Ripper. Yeah, post Buffy uh. Ripper. Is he going to be eating like uh, or drinking uh, delicious uh, English teas or something like that? Isn't he from the coffee commercials? Yes. yes. Uh, Is he going to be drinking delicious English teas? Taster's no, choice. Taster's, Taster's choice. choice. Taster's coffee. choice. Yes. While he fights vampires. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. <laughs> you and <laughs> you and you. That's pretty much sixty-year-old. Thank you. Everywhere. Thank you. I do pay attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ripa. Ripa. And uh, one that people may not be as excited about, uh, you guys weren't, but I uh, another casting member was that Dean Cain will be a former Superman appearing on Smallville. I think all of the former living Superman. And dead. While they were living. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, while they, they were brought living. brought a dead Superman. Okay, we added the while they're living after I said and dead. Yeah. Uh, while they're living, uh, have appeared on the show. Dean Cain will be appearing, uh, rumored to be as Vandal Savage on Smallville. Which Vandals. the immortal caveman? The it's immortal like caveman. Right, in yeah. the whole canon of Superman villains, can they not get somebody who just is just boring? Vandal Savage. He's you find no Vandal Savage boring? I find Vandal Savage boring. Do you? As a Superman, you can't kill him. Counter. As a Superman counter. Yeah. I, I, you Superman know, wouldn't I'm wondering. He's my, a step up from Luther, but I'm, I'm wondering of the I've thinking. Seen Luther too. Yeah, Luther too many times. Yeah, well, we've seen Luther every week, and yeah. I think the rumor, the other rumor is that I don't think Michael Rosenberg is coming back. I don't think this year we'll have Luther, so they really do need to find someone that could match. As so, give me a recurring character in the series. I don't know, I don't know, but oh, I know I that there's Dean scrambling. Kane hopes so. <laughs> Guy needs to eat. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, uh, he was work. on Vegas for quite a while. And he he was on Vegas. What he was on Vegas. He had a guest trip. I don't know if he was. He, oh. he was like in every third episode, episode yeah. for a while. Yeah, Las yeah. Vegas, right? Was Vegas. It, isn't the Las show? Vegas. Yes, Las right. Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is the one with Dan Tan yeah, back. Know, okay, I'm just. You yes, know. you're right. You're I'm, right. No, I'm trying to get it straight. Yes, yes. Right. an adolescent Dean Kane, a four-year-old Dean Kane. Role. <laughs> exactly. Long before he knew he even wanted an acting career. Right. Because yes. his dad just released a film. His dad's the guy that directed that uh, Meadow Mountain Meadow Massacre film. With John Boyd, that's been very controversial, but that's in mainstream news, and none of us really read that except me occasionally. No, no, Mitt Romney's campaign is bracing for the uh, you know slaughter well, film. I can't remember what the name of the film is, but that is directed by Dean Cain's dad. I thought it's Meadow Mountain Massacre. No, it's not. It's called something else, like Bloodfield. What, whatever it is, Meadow Mountain Massacre is so much better. <laughs> I'd see that. I know, but you'd, you'd get a very different. Are you sure, film. it's not three ten to Yuma. Oh, uh, you know, this week also saw a DVD release that we should have been all excited about, but they didn't send us a copy, so to heck with them. But, um, no, Heroes Season 1. No, I just saw that show last year. DVD and HD. Yeah? Did you get the HD DVD? No, I haven't bought it. I I think I'm not going to buy this, because I've been so knee-jerk about all these seasons of TV that they've been coming out with 
that you haven't watched that you I haven't watched. I've got I've got all. What of do you Angel. mean? There's 23 discs. Come yeah. on, how you much time left through. do you have in your life, old man? Yeah. You don't need I mean, all those TV I'm shows. I'm counting them off. I'm I mean, off. I think your son's going off to college. You know, it's just the clock ticking. Oh, if you're only going off to college. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be Pay vague. all the money and have him still <laughs> no. in the house. Wow. Well, that's great. This is a deal for him. There you go. Anyways, so the Heroes DVD, 23 discs. Is that a, life is too short. I, I dude, I can't I, lift that. I, I, it's not 23 discs. I th- okay, maybe it's 17. Derek's very ridiculous. gullible. Maybe no, it's, it's a it's a huge amount of discs. Maybe it's 13. I One don't know. disc per episode. How many episodes were there? Could be. Exclusive. <laughs> hey, usually, you. Terry Lost usually gets three Bonus. or four on a disc. Uh, that's with additional material. So yeah, but this includes this is all kinds of. I, I mean, could have swore I saw. And I don't know how. And, and like I don't know. It only costs yeah. like forty bucks. So it's yeah, I don't know how much the um, much room the, the technology goes, but apparently you can follow each individual character's storyline directly. So if you just want to watch Heroes, oh, now you're making me want to buy it. Yeah, I was hoping uh, they do that with a Lost series too. Put, <laughs> put everything in. They the do. That, they order. do. They started doing that on Little Britain. So if you just like one character on Little oh, Britain. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Little Britain? Little Britain. It's a comedy series on the BBC. Mm. No, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Looking for Jekyll myself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are nerds. It is. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Jekyll, that'll be a good DVD buy if it ever comes. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure, I'm sure it will, but because of BBC America, I'm sorry, it will be a little bit overpriced. So True. This isn't still $100 for each 13-episode season of, of Doctor Who? 70. No, it's not that much. 70. 70 is still a pretty... Second season of Doctor Who is on my Amazon wish list. <laughs> well, it's on mine too, it's buddy. Like, uh, it's it, If you buy it fries the week they come out, it's usually about two-thirds of what the retail is. Yeah, so. Okay. So, well, then fries. Your best buy is always a fries. Always. Yeah. Your best a sponsor. Your best buy is occasionally Cha-ching! at fries. And returns are a bitch. They're, yeah, and they're, the worst customer service is always, always. at fries. Oh. Would you like me to put this on your fries card? No. Michael Goodson. That's me. Discovered something on the web. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, Only this is something he could share with us all, and we were not ashamed to watch it. It's called Joust, baby. Oh, there's that, too. Let's talk about that weird movie rumor. So uh, I was trolling the sites today looking for stuff, and it turns out that they're taking the 80s video game classic, Joust. I love that game. What's that, what's that game like again? What do you do in it? You, uh, you straddle a bird. <laughs> Flying ostrich. Oh, I, okay. It could be an emu. So, so far I'm with you. You and get that, up on the back of an ostrich. That's not and, too strange. And you do this a lot. That's the sound of you hitting okay. the button to make it flap, to make the bird flap. I, I'm it giving flaps. you the full experience of the game. You do okay. this a lot. To fly your bird around, trying to joust uh, other jousters, as well as avoiding a uh, nasty pterodactyl. Okay. And you turn them into eggs. That's right. And then collect them. And then collect the eggs. So they're making this. So it's an economic model based on avian race of uh, yes. jousters. Yes. See, and now already you're justifying what he's about to announce. Nice okay. job. They're turning this <laughs> into a movie. And it's I can called see it. Robot sure. Joust. No, okay. Uh, the, yeah. the little platforms that you land on in the game, mm-hmm. the, the news was that these are going to be uh, futuristic little cities in the movie. <laughs> yes, I saw sure. that in Flash Gordon, uh-huh. which, by the way, has a Savior of the Universe edition on DVD that's uh, reasonably priced. and uh, well, As opposed to the one on TV, which is unreasonably priced. Uh, yeah. I haven't watched the third episode yet, so I'll have to say that for next next week we can make that final judgment. To it either. We can pass that so, final so judgment So another stunning weekend. 80s remake. 
But that's bizarre. I mean, what's, when we get this... I think it's like, you know, a two-hour version of Quidditch. I think... What it's going to look like. I guess... I was going to say, made, oh, they're going to make Space Invaders, and then I think they did make a Space Invaders movie. <laughs> they made a Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, but Mario Brothers that. was a certified hit that had a built-in audience, whereas... What? Joust, come on, what... Hey, it's a classic midway game, man. Let's do a two-hour feature-length asteroids. It's available, on every, it's available on every platform. Uh, platform. It is a classic. It is yeah. a classic. But, it, yeah, it does get released uh, it on had, every platform. It, because, had no, it had no story other than... No, no games from the 80s had stories. Well, just saying, so why make What's a movie the story from it? Donkey Kong? Exactly. Kids today, they need stories. They didn't make a we Donkey Kong story. movie, but... Well, it's the story of Spy Hunter, which still is supposed to be being made by Space Invaders. Well, that one you could shoot through the roof. They'll never expect that. That is a cool theme song, though. What? Spy Hunter? But it's just the Peter Gunn. Yeah, it's the Peter Gunn theme. It's someone else's theme. Hey, let's make a movie. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, the other thing I was going to. We got a cool theme. The other thing I was going to say you found on the web and you sent out a couple weeks ago was a thing on channel102.net. Which is a somehow little brother sister station to channel 101.com. Sure. Which is now out of Los Angeles. Channel 102.net's out of, L- out of New York. A sh- web show called The Defenders of Stand. Google Defenders of Stand and you'll find it. But it's, yeah. a, it's a series of uh, short clips, like a, a, a la YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's an ongoing series that's done once a month towards the end of the month. Like once a month, yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, credit to Jack Rita, who introduced uh, me to them. Who was an early contributor to Fanboy Planet. And uh, we sat and watched all of them. They're all very entertaining. I don't usually sit and like to you know watch the web shows, but uh, I, I found myself Especially because Jack gets closer to you on the couch, does this a little uncomfortable. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, go, that's that's my uh, pick of the week. Go it, Google it Defenders, of Stan. Defenders of Stan, or go to channel one hundred two dot net because it's on the actual sure. uh, What's front it page. About? It's about a world where everyone's evolving to superheroes, and they've all vowed to defend humanity. And humanity is basically just one guy who doesn't one, get stupid superpowers. Ah, one office worker left. Now named I'm intrigued. <laughs> And they've got the series some, evolves very nice, and it's got okay. some great production values because they actually each week each episode have some really good artists do a cover, feels like a comic book, you know, whatever the title of the episode is, and they've got this representative comic book cover that looks really cool, and and it, it's got a great title sequence, and uh, and yeah, and they they kind of keep they keep flipping the concept over and doing something really different within each episode, and uh, yeah, I found it very funny. Yeah, my favorite was the, the sort of Superman uh, trial episode. <laughs> yes, because, Hilarious. Yeah, because like you can't swear point. anymore. Okay. Because all, you can, say, all the villains can do is say, curses, like Cobra Commander. And then, it, yeah, so they do the whole Superman thing. They also have a Batman 60s episode, was the last episode yeah. I saw. Also good. Where they say, we're we'll not going to show Defenders of Stand tonight, here's the episode from 1967. And I can find this where? Channel102.net. Awesome. So, yeah, so that was fun. And I thank Michael for pointing that out to me. Thanks, and Jack, I, for I pointing that out. Yeah, thanks, Jack, for initially recommending that to Michael because I laughed pretty hard this, this last week watching Indeed. that. So there we go. I got nothing else, folks. Anything else? If you've got... We'd like to wish everybody an awesome and safe Labor, Labor Day, Day weekend. Absolutely. Have Absolutely. A, be safe out there, guys. I think that's always been our motto, safety first. Yes. I thought it was not in the face. Safety first. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right. That's what I said. All right. Well, if you've got any criticisms or a new motto for us, uh, send it in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. We've still got copies of The Beefy Narnar to give yes, away. Yes. yes. I listened to it this week. I did too. I was impressed. Derek Good. hated it. I did not anyways, hate it. Uh, yes. I did not hate it. Too beefy. 
It was a little beefy. Turns out his bassist was somebody I went to high school with, so the whole thing was awkward. Weird. You know? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> right into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Uh, this is uh, from where Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 105. Where the remodeling is almost over. It's fantastic still. The store just. It I love the fact that week. there's. It used to be some kind of. Some kind of chiropractic, whatever, and one of the windows still says X-ray. And I'm after the. I like leaving that. I'm going to go under there and write vision underneath that. (laughs) Absolutely, we've got X-ray vision. Uh, So I've got X-rated vision. Oh, I know. (laughs) That's my zoom. This is is Derek McCaw, editor in chief, fanboyplanet.com. Everybody else, say good night. Good night. Good night. This is uh, Lon Lopez saying good night. And I also think we have a celebrity sign-out. Do we? Uh, this is yeah. Rick Bretzner. I'll be splicing that celebrity sign-off in, providing it gets sent to me in the next week. Well, here it is right now. This is Kirk Douglas. Thank you for listening. Oh, make sure to use your powers only for good. There we go. Thank you, Kirk. That was great. <laughs>
Uh, Balls of Fury, if you want. We can talk about how lame Gamma Core is. <laughs> Let's! Oh, uh, God, that sucks. The Halloween remake is this week. We're going to go see that tomorrow night. I enjoyed the uh, the comment about Balls of Fury that reviews will be funnier than the actual movie. <laughs> did I say that or did you say that? It was on no, C- I CNN today. Uh, I, haven't said okay. it. I haven't said it. I haven't written a review. I haven't had a chance to re- oh, read it. Oh, mine's up yet. on moreonlife.com. So. No. Never heard of it. Well, then just Why don't you tell me these things? I wouldn't, oh, I could have sent duplic- you one? Why duplicate our efforts? Because you didn't like it, or you liked it more than I did. So what? Oh, well. Save me scandalous. Okay, I'll email it to you tonight. Don't let that F-bomb through, I swore. (laughs) I did laugh. I did be like a, save me some time. (laughs) I mean, come on. Save me some cockadoodaloo. That's going in the outtakes. Okay. Um... (laughs) Uh, this so is the extra loud version of the podcast It's not I... my fault. We're waiting. Customer here that needs help. Or... Yeah, yeah. It's some... Someone... Sure, someone's helping that customer. Someone? <laughs> is anybody? Is anyone who works at this store going to help the customer? No. No. <laughs> so, okay, he just turned into a shoplifter. We do what we can to make things work. <sighs> anyway, the Heroes DVD... What can I do for you? No, no, that guy. Him, the guy at the counter. Okay. We'll have you trained in no time. Wow. Let's do that web series we've been talking about because yeah. I think we're just getting all kinds of material. We can actually film here now. Yeah. Oh. Like I'm not talking because I know all this will be cut out. 